Another year's gone by. I'm so glad you're with me. The way you lift me up with the love you give me. It's good to know that you'll be mine when days are blue. Welcome to the Orange is the New Black podcast. We're talking season three, episode 12, penultimate episode of this season. Don't make me come back there. I heard that my whole childhood. Actually, I said it very, that was very announcery. Don't make me come back there. (laughs) That that sounded more like Adam West. I don't know what that sounded like. (laughs) So, all right. I'm Adam West. With me is... Martha Southgate. And Meg Haas. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. Meg, you got a description? Oh, yeah, description. I do. Di goes into labor. Sophia suffers a hate crime. Stella helps Piper with a business snag. And Tasty takes on a new role. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. That was it in a nutshell. That was it. Done. (laughs) Tasty has been in that role for a while. She just didn't know it. (laughs) The Tasty thing. Let's start there. All right. That was awesome. Because when uh, (laughs) she said they're doing her thing and, and Suzanne is asking her questions and she's telling her, you know, don't do this. Don't be like that. Who was it that walked up? One enormous cronies. The woman with the long ponytail. Mm-hmm. One of the old ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of her name. Well, it's okay. <laughs> that's what she's like going to her about Suzanne. She goes, why are you talking to me? And she goes, oh, I'm the mom. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Her, her face in that scene was the funniest. She wasn't talking to her about about Suzanne, wasn't it? About Big Cindy or somebody. No, she was talking about Suzanne. Suzanne was sitting right next to her. What's Suzanne's last name? Watson. Warren. No, Watson is. Who's Watson? Watson's the track Watson's star. Watson's the runner. Oh, that's who she was talking about was Watson. I thought it was about Suzanne. But the, the line, don't make me come back there, was about her. She, if you look at it, she was sitting in the driver's seat. Suzanne was next to her and the kids were in the back seat. Yeah. Well, and she kept turning around yelling at Big Cindy. She's yelling and, at Big Cindy. Don't one. make me come back there. That it was so was funny. the best. It was exactly the right set. I love their storyline. I year. thought it was about yeah. Suzanne, but it's even funnier that it was about the, the track girl. That's really funny. Well, and they stole they stole Red's corn because Red created this farm to table yes. uh, event. And so people line up to, I guess they're trying to get tickets or so. I don't know what they're doing, but they're. they It's a sign up. They pull it out of a hat because um, the one woman was, they were like, well, you were here yesterday. And she was like, it's a new day. Brand new day. Yeah. It's it's like a lottery. Yeah. It's a lottery. So so they did zucchini night. Now now they were doing corn night and Red finally gets to cook and share her food, but with only a few certain people. And, uh, and so big Cindy found the corn. And they well, that's because the one it. the one with the the ponytail Fell was asleep. asleep. Yeah, and yeah. when she was running on the track, because of course she's running to you know for Piper's business. Yeah, make the patties uh, go. Uh, she stops and she's like doing that that like half run. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was killing me. And, and she's just staring at that corn, and you're like, oh my gosh, Cindy, you are not a cat burglar number do one. It. Uh, I, there was also another great Cindy moment in this when. Uh, 
when I think it was Tasty called it out, which she said about her hair, and she goes, I thought those were Mickey Mouse ears. Yeah, oh, that's hair. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh my gosh, I was laughing so hard at that. But this was an interesting, interesting scene when Red realizes that they're all sitting there eating her corn. Yes. And now she has no food to prepare for her night, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, uh, Tasty played mediator. Yes. The mom she played got the mom. in there and she says, Pousset is going to be the sommelier. And she, so, so she had to give up her hooch. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and then Red says, I want, I want Pousset to, yeah, to do that. And then I want, uh, Watson to do the dishes. Yeah. And, you know, clean Watson up and after. Cindy. Cindy yeah. had to do and it too. And Sydney. Yeah, Sydney. Sid, Sid, Cindy. Oh my Cindy. lord. I'm calling her Sydney. And you were about to correct me. I was about to correct myself and say Sydney again. Okay. Um so very interesting storyline there. And 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 uh Healy is the one who noticed Red was sad and didn't have her corn and he brought in Yes. Uh there is a, a pile of corn no pun for her. no pun here, a budding relationship still there. Really? I thought we were done with that, but she knew it was Healy. She looked genuinely touched. He did this without, he was doing it under the table and everything. She left him the, the little corn pie thing. Oh my gosh. We forgot to talk about something in the last episode. What? Um, he, that, that Birdie got, got temporary leave because of Healy. Oh yeah. Dirt because ball. I was just about to say he, we, we once again have that dichotomy with Healy where, where he's so he bad, and then he does, and then he does something, then he does something and... so good, and you go, "I want to like him," but he's such a jerk. And sh- and we didn't talk at all about Birdie. And she's would you gone. like to talk about her now? <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad that we. Would didn't... you like to perform "Bye Bye Birdie" as long as we're here? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I, Paul Lind's not in the room. Paul Lind, um, that would make it awesome. If Paul Lind was here. Yes. Um, is I he will... alive? Is I will dead? not be no. I will dead? not be whipping up the call in <laughs> impression. Save that for this week in geek. So, um, anyway, yeah. So, you know, he here he is once again doing something so kind and generous and loving, and at the same time, he he's trying to destroy a yeah, woman's he life over Birdie's life because he doesn't like her. Well, because well, she doesn't. Both, she doesn't agree with him. Both things can be looked at as him doing something for himself yes he likes red so he gives her corn he doesn't like birdie because she's better at his job than he is and so he gets rid of her yeah so he's it's this thing of he's just trying to make a way for himself right and it just so happens that one benefits us as viewers and one doesn't well and he he did turn on red already when he got hurt Mm -hmm. uh it's just here he he does seem to be genuine that's what the difference here is. This act to, to Red, yes, it's to benefit himself, but he did it without letting her know necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a difference. I think this was a more of a growing moment for Healy, but oh my gosh. And him, she had the little corn Him with quiche. the birdie thing, all because she questioned him about medicating Sosa. Right. That's ridiculous. Well, and and because well, he, he eventually does medicate Sosa. Yes. yes, he does. But he didn't like that she was reaching these women he didn't like that she and he didn't like that that she was using well first of all he doesn't like her that she's a woman second of all he doesn't like that she was using questionable um immoral discussions like he would they were 
uh, when she, for their dramas. Right, right. Uh, when he he do, he get he gets very uh, morally superior. Yes. About and he did it with Piper in season uh, one. Yes, he did in a big way. Yeah, to the point that he allowed Doggett to beat her up. Basically, yeah. go in to kill her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if if things hadn't turned there, Doggett very well could have killed Piper at that point because Doggett was out of her mind. Yeah. So, um, so what else do you guys want to? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's not it. <laughs> well, as far as um, the dinner goes, I like the one line that uh, I don't know her name, but the girl who's interested in Suzanne. They're signing up for dinner, and they are trying to get Red to pick them. And she goes, I'm an excellent conversationalist on at least four topics. Right. <laughs> well, I, I love how she had to think about it for a second. On at least, yeah, she had to think about it. there's a pause, like, four topics. Yeah. Four. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> I just, it, that, so it's staring funny. at me in my notes, and I remember just laughing at that. Yeah, I wish we knew her name, because I do like this character. She is very secondary I like right her. now. Yeah. But I have a feeling by next season she's gonna we're gonna get a backstory on her. At least in the next two seasons we will have a backstory on her. And I like how she's, she's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, she's fun to watch. When she's I, on I like screen, I are you I goes to her. Yeah, she's yeah. a good yeah. character. And the fact that she likes Suzanne is adorable. It, it is, and it's it's so genuine. I would love to know why this girl is there. What the heck? Because some of them, like Lolly, you go, look, she did something. She could do anything. Yeah. This girl, it's like, well, she doesn't have the meth teeth. Mm-hmm. She seems very innocent. She doesn't seem she like... She seems a bit special needs. Yeah, that might be. Quite a bit. But that doesn't needs. mean you go to prison. No, but I'm Otherwise, just saying... Otherwise, you would have been in prison I would have been in there ago. a heck of a long time ago. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she just seems uh, special. <laughs> well, we don't know, we don't know why... <laughs> I'm just reiterating... We don't know why Suzanne's in prison either, do no. we? No, but yeah. once again, this is a character that you look at and you're like, yeah, I'm sure she How? did something. Suzanne, yeah, Suzanne went. Suzanne, there is any number of things Suzanne she could has, have she done. She has no, known to go nuts and try to kill people yeah. before. You know, I mean, yeah. like she's she's not, she, she can be violent. Yes. I don't know yeah. about the special needs girl. Should we talk about... <laughs> Oh I thought God. I'd be the one that had to be censored on this episode. <laughs> Holy cow. I don't know what else to call her. Curly-haired girl? And she, she has a name. She does. Yeah, somewhere. All right. Girly girl. All right, let's talk about Daya. Let's talk okay. about Daya. Let's... We've got Daya's backstory. I don't back want to relive story. one moment, but yes. I don't want to relive any of it, because um, it's all horrible to me. It but all makes sense. My does. favorite part of this backstory I don't know. It's not my favorite because it's the most positive, but the most interesting latching on moment was when you can really see how much her mom loves her, but she puts on this act Mm -hmm. and there's a number of reasons why she does it. And we could sit here and list all of them because I, it could be all of them all at once, Mm -hmm. but she really like when she gets into the car and cries after she drops her daughter off at day camp, it's like all of these things. And she puts on this act that her mom wants her to put her on or her, she thinks she is doing it for Daya's sake. I don't know, but okay. there's just so much more to these characters. And we say it every episode. I'm struggling with that. Yeah. Because of what comes later. I don't know that she loves her as much as she needs her. And she needs her. I yeah, don't think yeah. it's love because when she comes back, when she saw that Daya was happy, 
when she saw yeah, that she Daya when she saw that Daya had discovered that she's an artist and and had this, you know, was passionate about something and she went home and threw the art away. She mm-hmm. punched it. She did this. Then she twisted her into into a green to never go back to camp. And and she was like, didn't you need, don't you miss me? Didn't you love, you know, and, and, uh, you know, she made it, she made it into something so ugly and so all about Alita that I don't see that as, that is not love. That is, that yeah, she, is it's more that she needs her around. Yeah. She needs her to exist. And so I don't, once again, Alita is, is not. Well, I, I think, okay, let's let's take Alita for a second. Oh, one more thing. I looked it up while you guys were, were talking. Maureen is that girl's name. Of course. Oh, so we'll go with Maureen. That is so What are you going to say that's going to get us in it trouble? It just fits her. That's fitting? It's very she, fitting. She looks oh, no, like a Maureen. Works. She looks like a Maureen. Okay. I right, get what you're saying. If it had been like Caitlyn or something, you'd go, she doesn't look like a Caitlyn. She Why? looks like a Maureen. I she looks like a Caitlyn. No, she doesn't. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Thank she could you. have been a Martha. If she looks like a Martha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she does look like a Martha. If she had been a Martha, I would have been like, of course she of is. Of course she's, she's a my Martha. people. All right. So, so Alita, I want to talk about her for a second. Yeah, we, we have saw, a lot to talk about with her. Well, we saw, so we saw this moment with Alita and Daya where she's a little girl, right? Mm-hmm. But what we, and, and, you know, this was, it was Alita's backstory, but it wasn't. No, it was both of theirs, sort of. It, it, it was, no, it was supposed to be Alita was supposed to be the focus on it, but we didn't get Alita's backstory. Whatever made her like this. You're saying that, that she doesn't care, but you know what? I think the moments that we're telling were the moments where, like when she drops her off and she acts like completely horrible mm-hmm. when she drops her off at the camp, but when she's walking away, there's that moment in her face. It happened when she picked her up where she's like, I, I she truly doesn't know how to show. I'm not saying she love. doesn't care. I'm saying she cares about herself. It was because she felt bad. She but didn't I feel wonder, bad that Daya was but feeling I wonder, bad. Is it is it that or is it that she's so damaged that this is the how she thinks you do show that? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of in the middle right now because I'm agreeing with both of you. Yeah. I think I think we saw a snapshot of a much much larger story. Yeah, yes. I do too. And yeah, and I think there's more to it than what we just saw and they're probably they wrote it for a reason we got this snapshot for a reason that we're probably going to see the before and afters at different points but as of right now you can see that she does love her because she sent her to camp when she's talking to her mother and she's just like she needs to get out she needs to like go have fun she's a kid but at the same time she's realizing she's like this unconditional love that I don't have right now is because her daughter's at camp she needs that back so she's pulling at both sides and she thinks she needs her daughter to be more like her and in this environment to survive in their environment she needs her daughter to be like her and at this camp she wasn't Mm -hmm. and drawing she's not like that but obviously at some point she realizes what makes Daya Daya is something she can't crush. Right. Right. Well, and and I think that the reason they showed this particular snippet is because of of this of their story is because of what's going on with this baby. Yeah. So she she tried to sell the baby and and su- was succeeding and then Daya's having the contractions and refused her mother. 
while she was doing that. And so in order to to get back with Daya, in order to she was in her twisted, bizarre way, was trying to make amends by by calling Lady this, Stash and saying the yeah. baby died. It was a boy and it died with the cord around his neck. And and now she had the baby then sent to Cesar. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daya's going to freak out when she, I don't think Daya's going to be happy with her. Yeah. But I, I don't think Daya knows what to think right now. Daya doesn't well, know what and, happened yet. But, but also yeah. she said when she was talking to Gloria about it, uh, Aleda said, you know, this, now everything's good for me. Yes. Yeah. It was like, and she said, and I'm an abuela now. And it's like, you don't, get to keep making these choices. That's why I'm saying it's not about love. It's it's she, about something it's about control her. and it's about Yeah, she's it's, got uh, definitely got a screw loose. And it's about get she was manipulating the situation to get to try to get Daya and this baby back in her life. And mm-hmm. so she went, "Oh, I can do this." Daya is going to freak out. She had this life that she wanted for her child. It's not unlike her mom, Alita's mom in the story. When, when Alita said, I'm going to send her to camp and her mom's going, don't you understand what happens when you send your kid to camp? Don't do that. That, you know, you're going to get the government on you. You're going to have, they're going to send social workers out to look at what you're doing. You're not. I, I love that scene too. When the woman, like she, they blame the government for coming in and asking about the bruises. And, and it's like, yeah, but she was beating she the beat kid. She beat the kid up. And should yeah. there be government involvement? In that case, yes. You should not be yes. beating your child. That is not right. Mm-hmm. You know, if they had said it like, you know, oh, they're over there and they're like questioning how they raise their kids and they're taking them away for, you know, whatever. That's one thing. But this was like a very specific, they were, she and she was acting like, oh, those people, I can't believe they questioned the bruises. Yeah, but she's beating the kid. Right. But see, this is, this is part of this generational issue is... Is that her mom was was telling her the, these things and and she's doing it now? Like she's she's not seeing that was what her mom, is Alita's mom. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize yeah, that was Alita's her mom. mom. So oh. she's she's not Alita is not seeing the fact that this baby would have had a real chance at life. Right. Alita's she, seeing that this baby when she gets out is going to need her. Yeah. She just needs that unconditional love. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's not about Alita being able to experience loving another person because I don't think she's capable. I think that she she is a very destructive I, I dysfunctional right. person. I think she mm-hmm. thinks think that she, she just can or wants, wants it. to. But that's why we saw her face the way we saw it where it's like she's wanting to be human. But it's not there. I think she was hurting, but she was hurting because she was hurting, not because Daya was hurting. Right. And the fact that she could knowingly send a kid to Cesar. And then she's like, just very flippant about it. Like, oh, he'll just, you know, get some other girl that he's doing it with to, t- to raise the baby. It's like, you're not even caring. You're not caring about the baby. You're not caring about anything. And the fact it's just that some she, place to put it. She didn't yeah. tell Daya. And she just did it and had her sent away, had her taken away. And Daya thinks she's with 
with George's mom in a beautiful nursery and a right. lovely home mm-hmm. and being loved and cared for and protected. And she's with Cesar. She did not want Cesar to have this child. And, you know, the stakes got really high in this. When, when Daya went to the hospital, Martha turned to me and she said, you know, she's bleeding. You could lose the mother and the baby at this point. I was thinking that we were going to. I thought they're going to actually kill off this character, mm-hmm. and and then when uh, when uh, Aleda made the phone call to Lady Stash, I was buying it like part of me was going, not. "This can't be real," and then I'm going, "But it could be. No, it could be." I I, I wasn't yeah, buying it. I, didn't I, buy I it knew at all. It was, I knew she was manipulating. I'm. I knew she was. I, for some reason, too, I think. Oh, for some reason, I thought when when she said it was a boy, I was like, okay. I don't know why I just believed them that it was a girl. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, well, well did you boy. see the pink nursery? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, yeah. I think that it was, it was just so typical of Alita to put her needs first and yes. to not yeah. give a crap about how it affects anybody else or what it was going to do to Daya when she finds out that, that, the, that this baby and, you know, wasn't, wasn't being raised by who she asked to raise her. Now, there is another part to that, though. It might not be over because, I mean, bottom line is Daya can make this decision. I mean, even though this is what happened, can't Daya say, I want this baby to be adopted by George's mother? Mm -hmm. She can do that, can't she? Well, if she knows where the baby is. She can say that and... If and like if Cesar shows up at the hospital, she can say like, "No, this person can't get my baby." Right, but I don't know if no. If that'll they, happen. She They'll said that it. the aunt took her. She said she? that they had she Alita had had the aunt go oh, right. she and said get the Gloria. baby, and then didn't take her to Pornstash's right. mom. Took her to Cesar. Oh. So Daya had no idea. She thought that she was being taken. To the person that she had told. Oh, okay. So that's what happened. It wasn't, Daya has no idea. And I don't know how long Alita's going to be able to play media or a middleman between between George's mom and Daya because at some point she's going to find out. Right. George's mom is going to show up and say, I'm so sorry. Because she said, Mm -hmm. Can I talk to her? Oh, not yet. You know what? She's after a month. She'll probably write her a letter. She'll yeah, probably something's come. Something's gonna happen. She's gonna do something. But Alita was saying, "Oh, she needs time. I'll let you know." She's gonna try to keep her. But that's gonna away. be a storyline for next season. I right? Bet. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be this season. No, yeah, I, I think that what we're gonna see is next season. We're gonna see the letters coming and that how that plays and, out. And yeah, and yeah. we're trying to keep her away. And we're going to get more porn stash. He's going to start going nuts from his position. It's going to it's be just interesting. A, it's a series long yes. story. Yeah, yes. this is and, not And an I think one. that that's when we're going to see Bennett resurface. Yeah. Good, bad, or ugly mm-hmm. is next season. Mm-hmm. The only way he resurfaces this season is right at the last minute, you know? I don't I, I don't think, I think we're done seeing him. Yeah. Like, at least for the season. He, he yeah, cut Yeah, I out. do too. I, th- I think we'll see him at the beginning or at some point next season. Yeah. Um, hopefully he's not shacked up with Larry somewhere, you know, because then we have to see Larry again. Well, um, Bennett, the actor who plays Bennett, is now on How to Get Away with Murder. Ah. Uh, so. No, that doesn't matter. This is only a 13 
episode one. Yeah, I mean, it's a, they if, film at the end, so right. If he's I on, if he's on three episodes next season, that mm-hmm. would take very little of his time. Yeah, he All might right. show up here and there. Let's talk about Sophia. Okay, so she got attacked, and that was horrifying. Oh, and. And then she goes to Caputo. And this whole season, I mean, we've had how many of these like violations that you're just like, I, I just don't even. Well, the guard watch. walks in and says, "I'll go get Caputo." Right. That is the opposite of what your job right. says you're she supposed didn't to do. Stop it. She let it continue. Yeah. Like how long? Can you imagine how long it takes to go get Caputo? Right. She's not trained. She doesn't know what she's doing. She didn't walkie for anybody. Yeah. She just ran. Just freaked out. And so Sophia says she wants sensitivity and crisis training for all the guards. She's going to go to the lawyer and the press. And so when Caputo then goes to Danny and says, look, we've got a serious problem. You've got to, you know, we're going to have to get this taken care of. He goes to his dad and they put her in freaking solitary. Oh my gosh. That's their solution. Yeah. It's sweated out. It's It's a mess because, and it's this whole it's it's the whole corporate business thing entering this prison. They don't know what to do with her. So she's she's property to them. She's right. literally something that they have on a spreadsheet. Right. All of those girls are. Well, and, so, and he so said it. Let's all just that matters, stick her in. He said it. All that yeah. matters are the next two quarters. Yeah. So, so she she goes into the the shoe for ten weeks. That might roll them into the next quarter. That that solves a lot of problems. And it's terrible because she needs. She's right. These guards need training. These guards need something more than, oh, I'll run and go get Caputo. Yeah. I mean, this is, it's like, it's a bigger issue. And Caputo sees this becoming a huge issue. And they're like, no, you can't just, you can't just lock this issue up. Like, you can't just put her under supervision and say, oh, we have her in protective custody when protective custody is exactly the same thing Mm -hmm. as shoe. You need to just go. You, they need to solve the problem before it becomes, like Caputo says, a huge legal issue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have a feeling it's going to become a huge, a huge issue. issue. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about something happy? Well, go not for happy. it. There's not, not a lot of happy in this one. Lighthearted. Holy cow. Let's say lighthearted. Okay. How how Piper's walking around pretending to be this happy ex girlfriend, playing it cool, like they're on the real and like out in the real world. But now they're addressing each other as Boss and Chapman. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that. I was like, oof. Yeah. <laughs> this is awkward. Yeah. They can't escape each other. They're in prison. And then, yeah. Well, Alex and, has called her Chapman before. but She has, but now Piper's this has never called her Voss. Well, and it was more of a term of endearment. It wasn't used like this was a, a separation. This was, yeah. yeah. It wasn't yeah. used as a wet, like. I'm separating from you. It was. But I, and Alex says something very interesting where she, when somebody's asking her Red's, Red's, I think it's at Red's dinner when they say, oh, so you two broke up. And she's like, it's never really over, even when it is. I feel like they're broken up, but they're not those two people who are just never going to speak to each other. Right. Again. They'll they, always have a connection. They're always going to have this connection yeah. to get with each other. They're just two different people yeah. than they were at the beginning of the season. Definitely. And, and um, yeah. the, uh, um, oh crap, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> well, wait, I'm going to say something. Okay, go ahead. About, about this situation. Yeah, I was because too, like, I got it, it ended with, you know, Piper is like moving on. She's having a little fairy tale prison life with, with, uh, Rosie. Is that Stella. her name? Stella. Stella. 
Oh my god. <laughs> he's forgot. so wrong. He's just... It's every episode. Rosie. <laughs> <I know. laughs> <laughs> she uh she and Stella tells her I'm getting out. Did you guys see that coming? Nope. Not at all. Nope. I was like, there's Stella's Meg's theory on on that Stella's the guy that Cooper sent. No. That wasn't my theory. That was Rob's theory. That was my theory. And you know what? I think it's strengthens my theory. No, my theory was she was in here to spice up Piper's life. Yeah, well, that's that's happening. From a writing standpoint, yes. But in in, in the story, I think it makes sense that Stella was sent in there. She she had X amount of time. He pulled strings to get her in there, and she is going to do her job in the next like. I week honestly or think Stella was a ratings booster, a good one, a very interesting one, but a ratings booster. I don't think she's more than just spicing up Alex and Piper's little story. I agree. I'm okay with that. I just we'll I see. will hold yeah. my theory until it's we proven will wrong. See. Well, it's gonna be. I, think. <laughs> I have a feeling it's gonna be proven wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think you're. I think you're really reaching there. Um, I d- notice I did not say mark my words because no, I didn't. do not believe it 100. Because you're not actually confident. No. I think every single episode, the fact that you're calling her Rosie, yeah, exactly, <laughs> just weakens every time. But then Stella and Piper go to see the movie together, right? And it's. One of my favorite movies. It's a great rainy day movie. It's No Reservations. And with Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yes. And You didn't do your impression. Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's Sean Connery. He always does Sean Connery doing Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones and I read Sardoff. I don't know why, oh but he, yeah, it's, it amuses me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, but then Stella says, I don't, or somebody says, I don't think I'm very good at being on my own. Piper. And I'm like, wow, Piper that's Piper, did. Piper to a T. And then and, Stella said, I'm not either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, if Stella was here for the long run, they'd be perfect together. Right. And they'd be destructive. Don't get me wrong. It'd be completely destructive. Mm-hmm. But oh, these two yeah. characters, <laughs> it feels like every Piper's relationships with women are just always destructive. Yes. Well, and, she, she did and men. Larry is just a oh terrible, gosh. terrible, I will never be on Larry's side. No. no. But she, like, she blew up her relationship with Alex because she was following this whim, and I can't believe that Stella didn't tell her as she, like, destroyed her prison life. Well, that's has, why I don't trust Stella. I don't trust her at all. She's in there to kill I mean, Alex. I'm right. Oh, my God. You're gosh. not right. I don't think you're but, right. But what I think Piper's very consumed by her business. And where the difference between Stella and Piper is, Stella is completely encouraging this business. She's in, in on the business. The only thing she's stopping Piper from doing is degrading herself with Bailey. And... But then Alex is like, you need to stop this. You are risking more than just your reputation in this prison. You are risking your sentence, your life outside this prison. You're going insane. And Stella's encouraging it like, oh, we can do this. So that's the difference between those two, their maturity levels and everything. Alex is a much better decision. I think Stella is just an interesting walk in the park at the moment. And Stella is doing knowing that she was getting out and didn't tell Piper, there's something really wrong there. But, but Stella has insinuated herself in Piper would not have the business. She has Stella has been there every step of the way and has intervened 
in all of Piper's yeah. bad choices or or conflicts and has fixed them. Piper Stella didn't yeah. do that. Stella's gotten from the point of helping Piper get this business going. It was interesting. It was fun. And now she's getting dangerous. Not in the way that she's going to kill her, Rob. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. Definitely the in the way oh that God. now she's threatening. She's getting out, but she's yeah. definitely ruining Piper's chances yeah. of any of redemption in any sense of the word. Yeah. However, I don't think Alex is completely done. Like it's Alex. It's not oh, like it's. No, I don't see Alex oh, no. as being yeah. done. No, no. And especially if Stella's out of the picture, it's just going to make it a more interesting. I, I don't think that Alex that, that and Alex is going to go running back to Piper. Piper is going to run back to Alex yes. at some point. Yeah, of because course. she can't be a, alone within about ten seconds. Yeah. yeah, but I think I think Alex is Stella's not... the bus isn't even going to be out of the prison. <laughs> right. Yeah, Piper's and Piper's going to be, be like, all right. So what we were doing? So I gave up the panty business. And... So the panty business is done. Stella's gone. What are you up to? Yeah. You know, so, but I, it's um, Stella's the one who got Bailey back on track, and she's the one who negotiated the the um, with the uprising. Mm-hmm. And I mean, one thing after another. So I don't know how Piper's going to do this without Stella. And I she's and, not and, going to. And I don't know that Alex. Now Alex may be dysfunctional enough that she goes. You know what? You need me, and I'll come in and save you. That mm-hmm. might happen. Yeah. But, well, she loves her, and it, it could be that that once Stella's out of there, and they realize we're all we got. But it's not going to. I think it's going to forever change their relationship. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to change them as people. Yes. Yes. And and let's face it, this business, I don't think it's going away. I think Piper's involvement will, but Cal and his Okay, woman, let's talk about Cal. They've got oh it my going God. on. Okay, Felonious Spunk. Felonious Spunk is the best name. I <laughs> thought I was going to die. And then when she was making the concoction, tuna juice, some cheese, you're like, this oh my so gosh! Disgusting. It is she so says, wrong on every says, level. You're like Madame Curie, but stupid. Yes, I wrote that down too. <laughs> oh my god, it killed oh, me. That is so funny. So I don't need a spinoff series or anything. What I need is like a web series about Spelonius Spunk or Felonious Spunk. Just a little, like six, a little episodes. taste of it, and yeah. that's about oh, it. But like, like little five to ten minute episodes, like six of them. They do that with Doctor Who. They do this like mini episode thing that goes like web four episodes. episodes. Yeah, the webisodes. I want Felonious Spunk as yes. a little webisode. Okay, when, in, in the interim, so we can kind of see. I, just I want agree. To Cal. I agree. And when Cal suggests miso to lay down a nice umami flavor, oh, god. oh my god, dear god, <laughs> oh my gosh, I, oh. I can't even. I can't even stand it. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Oh, it's and amazing. The, and the, the scary thing is, is I'm watching it, I'm going, oh my gosh, that's what I'd be doing if I was, <laughs> like, I I would be that girl. I'd be oh, sitting there going, oh no, totally. I can create this, and then we can produce more, and then we can do this and that and that. Like, I, I was dying. I'm like, oh It's my very God. easy to fall into this business. It's so stupid. It's yes. such, like a, like, a weird, strange business, but it's so easy to just be like, no, yeah, that makes sense. When my... My yeah. roommate and I were watching this episode, or one of these episodes, and Piper was talking about this business, and we looked at each other, and we're like, no, wait, that really, that makes sense. I like, know! <laughs> and I'm like, are we supposed to be thinking this? This yes, is strange. It does make sense. Oh, my God. And it's that besides the whole criminal aspect of it all, and Piper's going off the deep end. Yeah. The, like, little logistical decisions were like, yeah, 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 that, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, it's it's funny. 
Oh but, my gosh, it's too funny. So, are you, does that mean you guys are starting your own business? Of uh, we're not that broke yet. We're not that I'm broke. About the Panty it. Kingdom. I'm we're just we're Disney. just saying it makes sense. The Kingdom. <laughs> when we can't afford the spaghettios anymore, oh <laughs> then we've gosh. got a problem. Then you then you can start running around the track. Yeah, we're just oh, gonna get our, our, our everybody in this program. Just I, all right, I like to think take a jog. I yeah. like to think that it's all tied back to Disney, though. Like you're running around <laughs> Disney. You know, it's just this whole weird thing going on. Oh my gosh. Oh man, all of us will just be all right. We can't afford the spaghettios this week. Start knocking on doors. <laughs> Somebody get the track. miso out. We're gonna try anything we can. <laughs> Someone go to Walmart get some panties. <laughs> Oh, gross. I thought I was going to die, though, in that scene. And she, his wife is so awesome with her uh, her bicycle shirt on. They're, they are perfect together. Oh. oh, my gosh, they are. And I love that he had, you, he, you saw that he had those moments of, this is insane. Well, they need, like, to, get out, they need to get out of their basement. But they Cal, said they need to get out of their parents' basement. But Cal doesn't normally have those moments of right. this is insane. And even yeah. he had a pause when he saw he her working with the tuna. And he's he, like, oh, he my gosh. Right back in. Yeah. Now, the other thing, I don't know about you guys, but every second I just keep looking around the room. Where's the picture of him with the drum, with the hat, hair? Oh, my gosh. Where is his ice cream thing? Because I've been they got dying. sidetracked. They have a panty business to worry about. I, I wanted to see like the proofs for his picture there of him oh with the big because he said I got the big drum, <laughs> I got the haircut. Oh I was like, gosh. oh please, let's see that because the hair so hasn't fantastic. gone away yet. So great. Oh, so one of my favorite little little short scenes was Caputo and O'Neill discussing who should be leaders in their union. And Caputo wants diversity, and O'Neill just wants it to be him and Bell. But but he's like, um, when they're when they're sitting there and they're they're discussing that was funny. But then when he sees the chicken, oh my gosh, a throwback <laughs> total to the chicken throwback. That was awesome. And <laughs> and then they found Chang's oranges. But how great is that? They explained. They showed us the, her with the oranges earlier. Right. They explained how the heck that chicken is getting in there. Right. Yeah. And you couldn't see it. Like, Caputo had to, like, really, like, push on it. Like, oh, there's a hole in the fence. Right. That was really and clever. And O'Neill says, I feel like we're in Narnia. I died. <laughs> I freaking died. Yep. Oh, yep. my gosh. That was a very funny little scene. And, and that it chickening was, thing, It was man, such was a tiny best. little scene, but it really tied in Boy, so many things. There was a and the fact that we got the explanation in season three from yes. a funny gag in season one. Exactly. The, uh, and he's the, like, oh, that's just a myth. The Even other funny thing, what, yeah, and how he wouldn't look when he was peeing, but yeah. that was the other thing that was so funny. It's like, oh, I really gotta go. That's the peeing rock we all use. Yes. I'm like Babylon's oh, dog. God. Yes. And then he, I mean, he didn't just do a little pee. He was peeing. <laughs> oh my gosh. And Caputo, just turn around and look. Right. There's a chicken. He would look. So oh, funny. killing me. Um, all right. Should we deal with so-so? Because I am so, so upset. Yes. So. I don't think she's gone. Well, okay. I, I, so I think she got died. his way and got her medicated. And they sent him to this doctor who is the new doctor from the corporation. And this guy is completely incompetent. I thought, man, when he the when he was starting to examine her, I thought, we're going to have another molestation storyline. I got a creepy vibe off this guy. Thank goodness we didn't. 
But Soso then saw those drugs sitting on the table and she stole them. You know what? Okay. I did not ever think for a second she was going to take them. I thought she was looking at them like, oh, I could sell those. I don't know why. I don't know why. It just never even occurred to me. I think the thought crossed her mind. However, I Not my mind. Did it cross your mind? I, I... I don't know. I don't, I think the thought, I think she knew what she was doing. I think she had the intent of offing herself. However, I don't, I think that fate is too heavy for this character. I think it's way too much for a character that has the name of Soso. Like, I think it's going to end up that it's completely different. That, that, like, I don't, I don't think this is how we end her. Okay. I yeah. I'm I, on. I'm on I the, think, this I side. Think the stakes are high enough on this show. That I, I could yeah. believe that she would have killed herself. I didn't I think, think she was going to. I thought she was going to do it to try to self medicate. I didn't think it was a ploy to. I can take all those pills. I think at first it was a thing where she's going to self medicate herself. It's very much something she should. She would do. Not she should do. She would do. It's very a so so thing. I didn't see it coming, and I don't think it's the end of her. It's just so heavy. Heavy. Yeah, like each heavy. character has a different degree and it's just too heavy for this character. All right. I'm not sure. Yeah. I was convinced she was dead. Yeah, so I wasn't, but I was Martha convinced. Martha thinks the worst. Yeah, I was convinced I just we were do. in trouble with this, though. I don't want her to I don't think we're out of the woods. And think about I don't think it. we're out of the woods. Yeah. Think about it. This is really bad, once again, for the corporation. They've sent her to this new doctor. This guy. This entire confident. season is bad for the corporation. But, the right. corporation is just bad. Everything that's been happening yes. with almost every character. Think about it. The panty business. The, the, the story with Boo and Doggett. This story. The yeah. selling a baby. Like, there's just... Sophia. Yeah. Sophia, There's just yeah. every I mean, single character could be a huge problem for this yeah, new they've got a whole well, this, drug ring. I mean, a whole panty ring. This, you know? And then the union. And people don't yeah. have benefits. The guy can't get an inhaler for his daughter. Like, right. every single thing is wrong for this corporation. It's yeah, going I, to explode in their face. I just wonder how this is resolved. Because if the state doesn't I have no prison, idea. If the state doesn't want the prison and they have to shut it down because of these this malpractice with by this mm-hmm. company, then then we're back to what we said at the beginning of the season. They have to close this prison. Yeah. Either that or somebody has to swoop in and save this, but there's no way that this company is going to get this right. No. There is no way. There's no way we go another entire season with this company owning it and it doing the It can't be. This company's going, it's going, everything's going to explode if this going company to continues with this season. And and I'm, we have one episode other, to go, yeah. and I think we're going to see it explode. I don't think we're going into next season with Danny walking around. and. I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't, holding out. Man. I, mean, I think I this know. so-so thing is the thing that cracks it. All the stories about Sophia, about about this about all of it is going to start flooding out well and wait a second and the panty business we have not talked about boo and dog it this was and charlie they're going to find charlie drugged with his pants down (laughs) and that is somewhere that is going to come out then what happened so that may be what breaks the camel's back i don't know this was amazing too because this was brilliantly planned and the fact that Doggett's like, you could tell she was uncomfortable with it, but like... Oh, the fact that Boo okay. was sitting on four dog sedatives. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait, 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 wait. explanation of why. Wait. And she says to her, I am going to give up my dream of touching nurses. 
But you know, oh to give God. you the dog, I died. I died. She's like touching nurses. You're like, I no, I died when she was like, just in case, I want to take a little vacation. Oh my God! I was like, oh my God! I love it. But you know what? There was so many layers to this story because there was so much emotion. It was not your typical. Let's just do this and and we'll just push through it and adrenaline will get like and there was there were layers there were yeah. so many layers and it was it was this first like well there was so much she anger wanted too to that just... they got it to the point where they had him drugged and they had his pants down that's how far the anger could take him but, but then you found out neither one of these is really capable of shoving something no in this guy's well, butt I think the most true and vulnerable and perfect line for this type of story is when uh doggett says i don't have rage i'm just sad yes it it just i loved that line it killed me i loved it it's just they're writing this so perfectly and they're not cheapening the story they're not cheapening the story it feels i mean it it's just so much to wrap your head around because Mm -hmm. It's very true to Boo and Doggett to yeah. come up with this entire revenge story and go all the way and with get that. It to this point, they got and get it, it to this that point, and then just went. You know I, what? We can't do we're this. not it, like the and yeah, we're not animals. But they've stuck true to these characters through this story, which just gives you so much. It just don't say it's stuck. Just, it's kind of freaking no. me out after this. <laughs> <laughs> but like you, like you know, like I'm trying to find the words to it, but. They stuck true to these characters, and they are just the same people throughout this story, and they wrote it so well, and it's props to them, because this is not an easy story to write. Just look at how many times it was messed up on every other show. Mm-hmm. I, it's more that it's, there's not, there's worse storylines, and like, they don't write it well on other shows. Yeah. And they wrote it well, they stuck true to the characters, they gave you some little, like, lighthearted scenes with mm-hmm. it yep. to not completely, completely depress you. Mm-hmm. And they got their story out, which is just talent when it yeah. comes to, at the end of the day. It was brilliant. And I, and I think that when Doggett in the beginning said, I'm going to go to Caputo and, and Boo talks her out of it and says, don't you understand? Like Doggett still has that innocence about her. And I love that yeah. they don't just kill that. But that she really thinks that someday the system is going to work for her. Right. And she keeps thinking it, too. And Boo is like, listen, no, you're done. Like, this is not, yeah. there's, nobody's going to help you with this. We need to take matters into our own We're hands. We're going to take revenge. And then she yeah. offers her the sedatives. And then uh, they plan their movie night drugging and get him in there. And, and then she's like, okay, go for it. And, and Doggett's like, I'm not going first. And Boo's like, well, I don't want to do it. You know, and it was like. It was such a... I've done a lot of horrible things in my life, but putting things in a uh, in a knocked out guard's rectum is not a box I've checked <laughs> off. Yeah, exactly. And that was a great line. So funny. <laughs> and Boo, I think, realizes that because she was there for her throughout this. So I think at the end, Boo realizes, like, our focus needs to be on Doggett. Yeah. Our focus is not on getting revenge. That happened. He's yeah. trash. We need to fix Doggett. He's trashed and he's got his pants down. And, well, and he think has about to, it. He has to answer to something. Either he's going to wake up laying that way with his pants down and, and wonder what, what the Did heck happened. Did something happen? Or another guard is going to find him. Or the prisoners are going to find him. Right. But no yeah. matter what, I think this isn't their over. mission was accomplished yes. as far as 
they could take it without yeah, having yeah, yeah. to degrade themselves completely right, and without having to do it to, to his themselves. level. Yeah, right. because it would have hurt mm-hmm. them yes. to yeah. do it to him. So the so. only one at the end of the day hurt by this is the guy who should be hurt by yeah. this. Yeah. Even yeah. though, you know, logically in the moment you're not thinking that that's the case, but really that is the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so there's one last line that I want to say and then we can wrap up, but Suzanne is mad that she found fan fiction of her work in the bathroom. I, I am so happy and that she, there is fan fiction. And she says, fan fiction is cheapening my legacy. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That was so... That I is just like, like that they brought fan fiction. Episode. They brought fan fiction oh, into yes. this already obscene hot mess of a story it is so funny i am so entertained by it i hope it continues in some form i know they'll write it they'll write it perfectly because it could get boring yeah but the fact that there's fan fiction who is writing it i love it think it's maureen i don't know i have no idea i've got ideas and did this whole thing it could be episodes it could be pusay too because pusay is but everybody's reading this it could be anybody prison they're so bored there's no books oh i'm just so happy that there's fiction yeah it is so funny well that that's something this whole season has been very self-aware between the stuff with stella and her tattoos and the justin bieber thing Mm -hmm. with her with with cindy and her looking like mickey mouse with the hair Mm -hmm. and now this i mean there have been so many little nods to really what the fans are talking about outside yeah or thinking yeah. yeah or thinking yes it's just really really fantastic yeah, it's the show knows the show knows what it's about and it knows yes. what it is. And I don't think it did in season two. No, I think no, it didn't in season one. It it was nothing. It wasn't yeah. anything to know. Yeah. It definitely knows where it stands right now, yes. and it's better, and it's back, and it's I love it's it. great. The yeah. right awesome. thing is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and we're 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 to that point where we've got one more episode. Last year when one we were more. at this point, we were we were Dep- agonizing I was over I, it a little bit. So. I, I was just not okay with it. Right. But I we were, did not we were like also saying two. on the podcast, you know what? Even though we're we're feeling this way, we can't wait for season three. Mm-hmm. Of course. Here we are. I can't imagine not being able to watch season four. Right. I agree. Oh, like, of course not. It's going to be a year. Mm-hmm. That is the worst. The That's worst. That's the worst. <laughs> I know. But so, the good thing is that this season is rewatchable. Yes. It Whereas is. last Except season, one, one I did not want to watch. Too hard to watch. Yeah, but um, but there are so many moments in this season that are rewatchable. But yeah, uh, season two is season not. two was not for me. Yeah. No. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. All right. All right. Well, that's it. Thank you for listening, everybody. This has been the Orange is the New Black podcast. You can find past episodes of this and all of our other shows at www.southgatemediagroup.com. You can find the show on Twitter at Orange Podcast. You can find me at R Southgate. Martha? At SMG Pods. And Meg? M-E-G-G-H. 11 wow and no stuttering on it you got <laughs> there was name. no there was no noise the apartment's not burning down <laughs> <laughs> i can remember my twitter name and where, where else uh what else do you do i know you write for somebody uh yes the tv junkies.com we're on twitter check us out we're on the website everything like that and, and tumblr too tumblr too i am now helping out with that so if you have a tumblr go follow us at the tv junkies it's the same thing you can find us on tumblr excellent and yeah, come follow us. 
And we've got, you can find us on Facebook and, you know, just basically any social media platform. We're doing something. Uh, But uh, look for either Orange is the New Black podcast or look for Southgate Media Group. That's usually the easier way because it's all tagged with that. And then you can kind of select Orange is the New Black. That's it. All right. All right. So until next time. Boy, that's the worst ending. I still don't have one. There's no point in getting one now. (laughs) Yeah, right. No, the, I got one for the next episode. Oh, do you? We'll see you next season. See? Oh, we can't do that. Can't oh, wait, we'll see it. No, we can't use it yet. Okay, that's it. Thanks. Thanks. That's great, Rob. We're all very impressed. Lord, I have done you wrong.